What's up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Thank you for joining us this evening. Um, got a great show planned for you guys. Got a, got, a, got, a, got a lot to cover. A lot of different topics as well that we're going to cover also. Um, we didn't get a sponsor this week so you know we're just gonna hop right into it but um one thing i want to address about um this podcast about this show about this production that we put together for you guys um because we are independent right i mean you know that hurts in terms of uh funding and shit like that but um i i I appreciate the independence because I talk about what I want to talk about, right? So, you know, we, we, you know, we mix in a little bit of bullshit. We mix in some empowerment, um, a lot of news. So, you know, we, we want to keep people informed properly, right? Um, but recently people have been asking me, or rather making suggestions about, you know, why we don't talk about um, things that quote unquote are black interests, right? And now I think that this podcast focuses on black issues. You know, we talk about a lot of black shit on this podcast. Um, Even though I don't want this podcast to just be something that's geared towards black people or black Americans, um, but, you know, we talk about black shit, right? Um, uh, we talk about American shit. We talk about shit. We talk about, we talk about all types of shit. So when I asked, um, like, well, what do you mean? Ain't no, basically the responses that I was getting was, was, was like a bunch of gossip, a bunch of like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't talk about, uh, Kylie Jenner or whatever, Kylie 
whichever one of the Jenner sisters had a baby recently, whichever one of the Kardashian, uh, you know what I'm saying, the the young joints, Kylie or the other one, um, why didn't we talk about that? Like, fuck. Listen, we're going to get this shit straight right here. I got nothing, I got no problem with people that want to follow the careers and, and the, 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 the fucking trajectory of um, the Kardashian clan. I have zero interest in any of those people. I mean, you know, more power to them if they can go out here into the marketplace and they can be successful off of the limited amount of talent that they have. Um, more power to them. I, however, will not be supporting any of that goofy shit. Um, I wouldn't even equate that as black shit. Like, listen, I'm not, I'm not in the business of gossip. I think that's stupid. I think that's a waste of time. Um, I invest my personal time into, you know, becoming somewhat knowledgeable about the things that I'm talking about on this podcast. Um, I invest a lot of time just in my personal life to become knowledgeable about the things that I talk about anyway. Too many of us in real life argue shit that we don't know anything about and end up looking stupid in the end. And I try to avoid that. But also on a personal note, um, I'm not in the business of talking about goofy shit. I'm not in the business of doing goofy shit. I've wasted, a, personally, I've wasted a lot of time in my life on goofy shit. So if you're coming here for goofy shit, you're probably, you're probably not going to be satisfied. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's what I have to say in, in, in response to 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 people that are looking for me to talk about uh whatever kardashian's baby or whatever or you know you know what i'm saying now now again we're here for the jokes right so so like you know this past week um uh what's the guy fuck the, uh uh safari I guess Safari dropped some some nudes or or maybe Safari released a sex tape and you know women seem to be very pleased by uh Safari's girth. <laughs> um yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about <laughs> I'm not going to talk too much about uh Safari's girth. I mean, you know, more power to that brother. I'm glad that uh I'm glad that he's doing things right. I'm 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 glad he's having a good time. Um, it, it is life. Hopefully, you know, he gets everything that is coming to him, uh, based off of whatever nudes or whatever sex tape or whatever happened as to how people have learned about Safari's girth. Um, that's not relevant to my interest though. I'm not going to talk about his, his, his girth. Um, uh, but you know, for those that are, are, are intrigued, boom, there you go. I guess, I guess, uh, Safari's penis size is, is considered black shit to some. Um, but, um, Last week, so so we record this um, at, at like the end of the week, right? So so you know the week that you're hearing this, we're recording this at the end of 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 the week. Um, now, 
last week we had talked about um, some of the uh, well, not some of, but but the, the the federal investigation that's going on into men's college basketball, and um, literally the day after we record, Sean Miller, uh, head basketball coach of the University of Arizona, um, news broke that they had his voice on a wiretap where he was talking about paying. Um, a then prospect, I believe the guy's a freshman at Arizona now, paying him a hundred grand to play ball at Arizona. And this story is intriguing because Sean Miller, it, you know, so so now more than maybe not now more than ever, but I'm becoming more more aware of it. But um, people seem to consistently not believe news sites, journalists. Certain news sites, yes, I agree, are complete horseshit. Certain news articles, even if they're from credible news sources, could be completely horseshit. But I never thought I would ever see a time when the majority, mm, not even the majority, but a huge population of Americans would not believe the FBI. When the FBI was wiretapping Dr. King and Malcolm X, um, when the FBI uh, murdered Fred Hampton in his sleep after breaking into his apartment, everybody thought that they was tripping. Oh, the FBI, they would never do that. They're credible. Right? When... um, you know, any of the countless YouTube videos you could pull up of, of black men, women, and children being murdered by law enforcement. Um, the counter-argument, if you can have a counter-argument, the counter-argument to that was, was you know, oh, we got to wait for the facts or, you know, our law enforcement, they're very credible. They're, you know, they swore an oath. They're upstanding people. But now, all of a sudden, um, the FBI... It's choosing to investigate white people. And now they're not to be trusted. Now, you know, they're not credible. I find that interesting. But Sean Miller, even though his, you know, apparently his voice is on this, these FBI wiretaps, Sean Miller is basically saying that this story is fake news. And, um,. He's choosing to continue to coach and people that support the University of Arizona's uh, men's basketball program. They have shown well, they are offering their support to Sean Miller. He, he, he got a standing ovation at, at uh, their, their last game. I, I mean, you know, take that with what, what, what you will. So we're going to record this podcast and um, probably be some breaking news that drops as soon as we release it. But um once one story i'm going to i'm going to you know stick to sports for a while we got some interesting sports topics to talk about one story that was interesting to me um is about a high school wrestler by the name of uh mac beggs right now this is this is uh, a story by the associated press and it reads as for the second year in a row a, trans- a transgender wrestler has won the Texas Girls Class 6A 110-pound division championship. 
Mac Beggs, an 18-year-old senior from blah, 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 Trinity High School near Dallas, entered the tournament outside Houston with an undefeated record. He beat Chelsea Sanchez, who he beat for the title in 2017 in the final match yesterday. So there's a video posted, um, and, you know, there are people that are booing uh, Mac Beggs. Um, now, Mac, so, so, so Mac Beggs is a transgender female, or they're transitioning from male to female. Now, me saying he, I'm not saying he out of disrespect for this person's choice, um, but that's just what the article says. I was, I was, I was reading the article. Um, now, I always find it weird that, uh, you know, society doesn't grow as fast as technology does or, or, or our, our brains and our customs and our traditions and our thoughts don't travel as fast as the technology does. So um, I am looking at a picture of this um, young person. And, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, mm. Mac Beggs doesn't look much like a woman in this picture that I see. Um, but, you know, Beggs had asked to wrestle in the boys' division. Right now, now this is this is this is a key story. Beggs had asked to wrestle in the boys division, but state law requires athletes to compete in the league that matches the gender on their birth certificate. Uh, well, I'm confused. So, okay, transitioning. Oh, I got that all the way wrong. Beggs is transitioning from female to male. Oh, well, that's why Beggs doesn't look like a girl. Okay, I got you. I See, I thought it was Beggs was transitioning from male to female. And, you know, this dude is out here slamming chicks in wrestling. But no, that's, 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 that's not the case. Transitioning from female to male. Okay. Wow. Well, this young woman sure looks like a man. Well, this young woman sure l looks like a young man. You guys can check the story out. This, this, is, this is intriguing. Beggs is in the process of transitioning from female to male and taking a low dose of testosterone. It was his steroid therapy treatments while wrestling girls that stirred a fierce debate about competitive fairness and transgender rights last season. We can't get this shit right. It's going to take us a while to get this shit right. Um, but there's a little video here, and, and, and you know it's like a 39-second video, but, but uh, you know people are booing. People are booing, which is, which is, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's that's kind of shitty. You know what I'm saying? It's high school. I'm sure this uh, young man, I, I don't want to disrespect. Uh, I'm sure this young man, transgender man, I'm sure this young man um, goes through a lot. Goes through enough fucking crazy shit and, you know, feelings and crazy and shit that I can't even begin to, to understand. Um, not to mention the kids are 18 years old, you know, you're booing them at a, at a, at, I mean, we should be happy that he won. We should be happy for him. But, uh, stories intriguing to say the least. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to see how all of, how all of this is going to shape out as we transition 
uh, well, not as we transition. Well, yeah, as we transition as a society. I mean, I mean, you know, if we if we call ourselves um, a sophisticated society, if we call ourselves um, an elevated society, you know, we have to we have to be able to come to grips with these issues. You have to be able to deal with these issues in a way that still allows people to maintain some sense of dignity, um, even if you don't agree with their personal decisions. That's your fucking business. Right. Like if like just because you don't agree with what somebody does personally, that doesn't mean that they don't have the right to do it. That doesn't mean that you should make them feel shitty or like they're you know less of a person because you don't agree with their decisions. You know what I'm saying? You can you can maintain whatever personal beliefs you have, but keep those personal beliefs to yourself. As you know what I'm saying? Like 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 allow people um, the right, allow people the opportunity to be who they are like that's that's supposed to be what makes this country so great the fact that we have a sense of freedom or we should be able to operate with some type of sense of freedom and 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 if that's and if you know mac begs if 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 mac begs wants to exercise his right um to transition from a female to a man then you know more power to him um and quite frankly it's not like it's any of our fucking business anyway um but something that is our, our 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 business right and again, we're going to stick with sports for a little while. Something that is our business is 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 um, the United States uh, was leading the bid for the 2026 World Cup right now. Um, recently, eh, recently within like the past, I'll say maybe ten years, I've become a huge soccer fan, football, right. Um, which is kind of right on time because, you know, fuck the NFL. And we're going to get to the NFL in a little bit. Um, but uh, the World Cup is, is, is the largest sporting event, like, in the world. You know, it, it's, the, it's the world championship for soccer, the world, and for the world, Craig, the world, right? Um, so 2018... The World Cup this summer will be held in Russia. In 2022, every four years they have the World Cup. In 2022, the World Cup will be um, in Qatar. I don't know how they're going to do that in Qatar. I don't know how you're going to hold a soccer tournament in the middle of the summer in a desert, 120-degree desert, but they, I'm sure they're going to find a way through slave labor. So so the United States kind of figured that they were a shoo-in for this come 2026 World Cup, right? So they were going to have it to, and 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 the idea was the idea was great, and I believe we spoke about this earlier. But but the idea was fantastic because they were going to divide um, these matches throughout the continent of North America. So there was going to be some games held in Canada, some games held in the United States, some games held in Mexico, and you know we have the facilities for it. Um, there's stories about. Uh, other other cities and and other countries and and places going bankrupt because they're building these stadiums to try to meet the demands. Uh, we don't have that issue here, right? Um, you know, we 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 live in a very large country. We live on a very large continent, um, and, and and we have a lot of sophisticated, you know, technology and the infrastructure in place to handle mass amounts of people without drastically interfering with the days of life of the civilians of that area right so you know we got tackle football stadiums all over the place i mean you know we got college football stadiums that could seat a hundred thousand people 
Um, so, so we have these facilities, right? And it kind of worked out great. It was going to have like an East Coast thing where they were going to use like, um, you know, like MetLife Stadium um, in like Jersey for like, you know, the New York, New Jersey crowd, maybe um, the Gillette Stadium where the, where the Patriots play up in Massachusetts, um, uh, FedEx Field in like D.C. area, right? You know what I'm saying? Have that type of corridor, maybe... Um, the Lincoln Financial Field, where the Philadelphia Eagles play, boom, that would that would have worked out great. And then you know, down south had had people at like uh, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, the new Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, uh, like a stadium or two in Florida. Um, you could expand that out, you know, um, um, to like the Midwest and you know Chicago and and St. Louis and 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 Texas, so all the, you know what I'm saying, California, um, like Mexico City, which is you know. A, a, a bitch to get to but you know in like Mexico City whatever the case but that's not gonna happen anymore they're talking about that not happening anymore um and this is coming from ESPN.com right um the United States won't be playing oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah never mind the fact the United States won't be playing in the World Cup in Russia because we didn't qualify bitch ass motherfuckers um but you know, l- losing would 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 be hard to stomach for the North American contingent. You know, all the public perception among many soccer world has long been that a joint bid would would be fairly easy to beat the one from Morocco. Morocco being a North African country with a population of about thirty three million people. Right, if we lose to Morocco, that'll be bad. But one of the reasons as to why we might lose to Morocco is because. More recently, America has not become a place that is friendly for foreigners. Why would why 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 would a World Cup be successful in a place like America, in today's America, in Donald Trump's America? What what's what's you know why why would a businessman? from the Middle East buy a ticket and vacation in the United States. Like why why you know, why why would a Middle Eastern Muslim businessman bring his family to the United States for a vacation in the current climate of the United States? Why would a West African businessman from, you know, quote unquote shithole country bring his family to the United States for vacation? Why? You know what I'm saying? So, we might lose to Morocco. Now, I mean, granted, the country of Morocco might go bankrupt trying to build these stadiums and, and, you know, build these facilities, but that's their business. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm just curious to know if this is all a part of making America great again. Um, Yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is an interesting story. Well, for me. Because I fucks with soccer and I fucks with the World Cup. So uh, we'll see what happens, right? Um, keeping on with the theme of, 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 of football. Now we're going to talk about tackle football, right? This time of year, uh, it's um, draft season or, or like combine season for the NFL, right? You guys like the NFL? We're going to talk about the NFL. Um, and every year, not not every year, but usually... There's a well, you know, close to every year. There's a there's there's like a black quarterback prospect that you know because he has quick feet, 
maybe he can't play quarterback, right? Now, now you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of racism in sports. Um, so there's a quarterback by the name of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson attended the University of Louisville. Lamar Jackson is an outstanding talent. Lamar Jackson was a Heisman Trophy winner in 2016. The Heisman Trophy goes to the best college football player. Lamar Jackson played plays quarterback in 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 college. And part of the reason why he went to Louisville and not a you know um, not a bigger school, but not not a school that's more known for their football program, is because um, these other Larger schools wanted him to play defensive back. One, you know, they did. They didn't want him to play quarterback. And um, the coach of Louisville is a man by the name of Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino has his personal demons. You can look up some of the issues that Bobby Petrino had. But you know, Bobby Petrino runs a quote unquote pro style system. Um, uh, he basically runs a system that would be much like the one that he that that teams run in the NFL, a pro style system. That's that's what that's called. Doing the air quotes. I know you guys can't see me. Doing the air quotes with a pro style system. So boom. Kid is balling out. Each year he's gotten better, right? Um, one thing that's you know sticks out to me as I read over his numbers, he doesn't have a lot of interceptions in in the three years that he played quarterback at Louisville. Twenty seven in- in- interceptions. To 69 total passing touchdowns. I'm not going to talk about the running touchdowns, but he's an amazing threat r- running the ball. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, but you know, he gets better every year, right? And his and 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 he has he averages about 8.3 yards per attempt, right? Pretty good numbers. But you know, the rhetoric is 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 always like you know, oh, can he read def- Can he read NFL defenses? Basically saying, is he smart enough to read NFL defenses? Um, and a lot of people go off of this this test that they ask these these draft prospects to take called the Wonderlick test, and the Wonderlick test basically gauges how fast you can accurately make decisions. So they always, if a black quarterback or or a black quarterback prospect doesn't do well in the Wonderlick test, for somehow some way, these test results get leaked. I don't know how these test results get leaked, but somehow some way these test results get released. These test results get released, get leaked. I said these test results get released. Tripping. Um, but when a black quarterback does well in a one league test, they don't they don't say anything about it. For example, I my the college football team that I cheer for is the Ohio State University. Go Bucks. Ohio State had a quarterback by the name of Terrell Pryor. That is an athletic phenom. Um, Terrell Pryor was a very good college quarterback. You know, he made some bad decisions. Well, mm, I wouldn't even call it a bad decision, but he but he broke some NCAA rules. Um, kind of ruined his college career in terms of playing quarterback. Terrell Pryor now plays wide receiver for the Washington Racial Slurs. Um, wide receiver. Terrell Pryor had the same score on the Wonderlick test as Peyton Manning. But no one questions Peyton Manning's intelligence. But I'm pretty sure people will question Terrell Pryor's. Right? So, anywho, they're saying that Lamar Jackson may not be smart enough. Now they're saying Lamar Jackson may not be big enough. Lamar Jackson is 6'3". Well, he's listed as 6'3", 211 pounds. 
players like Mike Vick have said that Lamar Jackson is better than what Mike what Mike Vick was when Mike Vick was in college. And Mike Vick was amazing in college. I watched Lamar Jackson play. Lamar Jackson was amazing in college. But they say that he's not big enough. So so now that there's a quarterback by the name of Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, and, I, and I'm a fan of Josh Rosen. I think Josh Rosen is good. Josh Rosen, his his numbers are not as impressive as um, Lamar Jackson's. Uh, however, J- Josh Rosen did get hurt part of his sophomore year. Maybe that's why his numbers are not as as impressive. I'm not going to hold that against him. Um, but but if Lamar Jackson is six three two eleven, Josh Rosen is six four two eighteen. Pretty similar in, in size. Now there's a quarterback that everybody's slurping by the name of um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Josh Allen went to the University of Wyoming, and his numbers are atrocious if you're comparing them to Lamar Jackson's. But nobody's saying that Josh Allen should play tight end or a- anything like that. But, um, you know, we heard the same rhetoric about Deshaun Watson. We saw what Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson did last year in the NFL before he got hurt. The same rhetoric about Cam Newton. Cam Newton is, you know, a fucking beast in the NFL. Um but yeah, this is more about nothing. I mean, you guys know how I feel about the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I'm just gonna keep it like that. Um, now, this this is this is this is the gossip story. I'm gonna talk about a gossip story because I thought that this shit was hilarious, right? So, one of um, one of my favorite things to do is is you know find the goons that are in the nba right so you guys might be aware of a player named matt barnes matt barnes was was you know one of the goons in in the nba i was a fan of matt barnes but you guys might know matt barnes and 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 his estranged wife his ex-wife i don't know if they're divorced yet or, or whatever you know he had issues with his uh um former wife or estranged wife or separated wife gloria govan um, issues with, you know, Gloria was dating Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes during training at camp, um, left training camp and drove the 90 miles to the house to get into a physical confrontation with Derek Fisher because he got a text from his son saying, mommy's friend Derek is here. Matt Barnes wouldn't be for that shit. So anywho, Matt Barnes, I'm assuming we all try to grow. We all try to be better people. We all try to evolve, right? Matt Barnes um, shared a photo of Gloria. And uh, their twin sons um, on uh, his Instagram page. And he wrote the following caption. Want to wish the mother of my children a very happy birthday. Hope this day is everything you hoped for and more. Right now. Matt Barnes probably made some bad choices during it, during their marriage. And, you know, he might he might want to reconcile. I don't know if this was the olive branch or I don't know if, you know, a public post on your Instagram is, is the way you try to make peace. But Matt Barnes then continued to say, although things have been rocky, to say the least, the last four years, I hope that for the sake of our two beautiful baby boys, we can continue to come together and co-parent to the best of our abilities. No more games or bullshit. They need both our love and support equally. We lead different lives now, but we still on the same team. Anyways, cheers to your day. Peace, love, and happiness. Pretty nice message. 
right? Didn't really, you know, don't see how you could get that wrong. Pretty nice message, right? Um, well, Gloria wrote back. And mind you, this is public. Well, I, I don't know if they deleted it since, but this is public. This is on Instagram. So if you follow these motherfuckers, you can see this shit. I love 2018. Gloria responded, and she even tagged him. Right? She even so, like, you know it's real, motherfucker. I'm tagging you so, like, you can see this shit. You feel me? Um, thank you, I think, question mark. And yes, one can only continue to pray that you take your own advice and learn to peacefully co-parent. But until then, <laughs> I'll see you in court next week. Because you love a frivolous lawsuit. But hey, let's keep co-parenting. Shade, 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 shade. Now, if you guys know the type of player that Matt Barnes was, you know he's going to have a retort. You know he's going to have some type of rebuttal to this. Right? So, um, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes 9. Matt underscore Barnes 9 replies. Well, dot, dot, dot. Stealing money, my social security number, and forging my signature to buy your parents' nightclub and house is pretty serious. But hey, I tried. See you in court. Oh, and happy B-Day. Man. Man. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't have uh, an ex-wife. Or wife, for that matter. Um, but uh, shit, that's uh, I'm intrigued. Tune in tomorrow to the days to to for the for the for the for the days of Matt Barnes' life, man. Shit. <laughs> Listen, but she stole the social security number and 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 money and bought her like, yo, that's a that's a great daughter. Y'all motherfuckers hope, like, y'all, y'all that got kids, y'all better hope that y'all could raise y'all kids to be that loyal to you, to, to where so they're willing to steal from their ex-husband and forge signatures and basically steal this man's identity to buy y'all a house and a nightclub. That club better be banging. Better not be like some fucking sweaty-ass Jamaican club in the basement and shit, you know what I'm saying? Stop banging on the furnace type shit, you know what I mean? But, um... One other story in, 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 you know, the gossip column and, 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 you know, this, 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 this is a, I'm going to tread light with, with, you know, this story, right? So, um, if you live a certain lifestyle and you travel from city to city, um, there are certain people that, uh, you have to, um, I guess, I guess kind of check in with for like lack of a better word, but, but, you know, like, like a, like a couple people that you kind of want to pay homage to if you're in their city, right? If you go to Detroit, you know, you got to pay homage to trick, trick, you know what I'm saying? If you go to Houston, um, you know, you got to pay homage to, to, to a man named Jay Prince. Jay Prince is the big homie, right? Um, that's all I'm going to say about Jay Prince being the 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 big homie, um, but you know Jay Prince, 
had a lot to do with um the career of Drake and 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 Drake becoming such a popular figure. Of course, Drake is immensely talented in his own right and and you know, for most of his success he swam to his own boat. However, he was discovered, if you will, I say that in, in air quotes, he was discovered um by Jay Prince and and you know, Jay Prince's son. Um so Jay Prince wrote a, a message uh to Birdman um on Jay Prince's Instagram and I'll read the message that he wrote to Birdman. <clears throat> I always had respect for the two brothers, Ronald and Brian Williams, Hustle, because anyone who was successful in this music business earns the respect. I'm glad to have been an inspiration to them, but you witnessed the words that came out of his mouth, and I quote, his family is my family. You gotta understand, that's where Drake come into play. That came from Jay. Nobody knows that. The Jay that really deserves that respect and to be paid is my son at Jazz Prince. He discovered Drake's Instagram name is Champagne Poppy. I'm not calling that nigga Champagne Poppy. He discovered Drake. And I've never been a man to use the word family loosely because I believe life and death is in the power of the tongue. I also walk in great respect for the universal laws, one being cause and effect, simply meaning you reap what you sow. With that being said, I say this to the man they call Birdman. Oof. Don't forget you have children, and I know you wouldn't want them to reap the seeds you have sown by doing bad business. That is the truth. Raw and uncut, this is how you earn respect on your name. If you can relate to this truth, mention Birdman, blah, 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 and post hashtag real talk. Listen, that's all I got to say about that. I'm not going to get too much into this story. Um, because uh, they make weight classes for a reason, right? And and people like Jay Prince are out of my weight class. But um, I think that the line where, where, where he says, uh, you know, I walk in great respect with the universal laws, one being you reap with you sow, um, and then tagging homie and then saying, don't forget you have children and I wouldn't want them to reap the seeds you have sown by doing bad business? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shout out Jay Prince. Shout out Birdman. Um, moving right along, right? Because listen, like I said, that shit's that shit's out of that shit's that shit's out of my pay grade. I'm not gonna talk about that too much. I don't want. It's like. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Cats be trying to hustle. And um they get involved with the wrong people. Like if you're a small time hustler, stay small time like 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 don't be trying to 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 upgrade too soon. You know what I'm saying? 
I've heard stories about cats trying to upgrade too soon and shit. All of a sudden, some poppy show up at the house with them pointy-toed cowboy boots and shit. And he bringing you eight times the amount of drugs that you want to sell. And saying, all right, homie, you better have our money by the next month or that's your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, out of your pay grade. You, 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 you better lift what the fuck you could carry and don't take nothing else with you. You know what I'm saying? And I can't lift or carry the shit that Jay Prince is lifting and carrying. So um, I'm going to talk about a woman by the name of Brittany Stevens, right? And 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 this is this is according to the Miami Herald, right? Brittany Stevens. Um, well, pause. I'm just gonna go with with, with the article. It was October when Christopher Manuel crashed his Corvette into a Nissan while speeding at 94 miles per hour. Police say Manuel is a 27 year old officer with the Baton Rouge Police Department in Louisiana who was off duty at the time. The crash killed one year old. Soraya Stevens, and in mid-February, the officer was charged with negligent homicide and speeding. After the charges were announced, Brittany Stevens, the girl's grieving mother, who was also in the car, told uh, WFAB, I, I am reading this from the MiamiHerald.com. You can't just bring her back, and that's, a, and, and, and that's kind of the hardest part. Every time I look around, it's like I see her, but then I realize she's gone. Now, Stevens is charged in the crash, the same count of negligent homicide given to Manuel. Is it Manuel, Manuel, whatever, according to blah, blah, blah. The mom has allegedly failed to properly secure. Police say didn't ensure the straps were. Uh, police say. <laughs> okay, mom has allegedly failed to properly secure Soraya's car seat, police say, and didn't ensure that the straps were adjusted correctly. Police say these actions show gross negligence on part of Stevens and were a contributing factor to the girl's death. Stevens was booked into a local prison on Monday for seatbelt violation and the homicide charge. Holy dog shit, Batman. Manuel has been released on $15,000 bond and is on paid administrative leave. The Baton Rouge Police Department said it is still looking into this crash. Huh. That's... Oh. Homie's doing 94 miles an hour in a cor in a Corvette, and he crashes into a Nissan. I don't care what kind of car seat you got. If a 94 mile an hour Corvette hits a fucking Nissan, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to the young to 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 the baby, like not even the young girl, to the baby that lost her life. Um, hopefully Britney Stevens gets some justice, but that's fucked up. It's fucked up. That's fucked up. Oh man, that's fucked up. And oh, god, god damn, huh? Something else that's fucked up. Um, you guys know who who Jesse Randall Davidson is? It always seems like you know guys with three names do the craziest shit. Jesse Randall Davidson. So like you remember, you know, we had um like the Parkland shooting. At the high school, and and you know they they were talking about arming teachers and putting guns in teachers' hands and shit. Well, Jesse Randall Davidson, a teacher at a high school in Dalton, Georgia, was arrested after he barricaded himself in a classroom and fired at least one gunshot through a window. Homie had a standoff with the cops at work, and he works at a school. We want to put guns. We want to give guns to teachers. This is what we want to give guns to teachers. This this is what we want to do. 
right? We want to give guns to, and and you know, there's there's a there's a so this is on the New York Times. I, I'm 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 reading an article by the New York Times written by uh, someone named J.C. Fortin. On the article, they got a little Snapchat um, video where they show people running. I I love I. Our teachers are getting terrified, and we got terrified. Wesley said, adding that he called his mother to tell his mother he loved her. This is a student detailing. A student is calling his mother because the teacher is shooting. They don't know what's going on. They just know that some teacher is shooting in school. They don't know what they're shooting at. We want to give teachers guns. We really want to give teachers guns. This is Georgia. It's south, fucking south, man. They, they, they tripping. They tripping, right? Um... Mitch Davidson was charged with several counts, including aggravated assault, carrying a weapon on school grounds, terroristic threats, and reckless conduct. wonder how many of these are felonies. Um, Mitch Davidson has been a very good teacher, adding that he's been employed as a teacher there since 2004. Listen. We not only have a problem with teachers... And, 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 you know, the fact that they don't make enough money, the fact that they don't get the support that they should from their bosses, their administrators, Board of Education, that's a major issue. But we also have a huge issue with teachers fucking the students. Right? Now, as a, as, as a man course we live in a society full of double standards um one thing that's very prevalent is is people always joke about um shit when i was in school i I wish some teacher would give me some pussy you know what i'm saying and that's that's just that's just the wrong thing to do you you know there's nothing cool about a 26 year old teacher fucking her 14 year old student and shit buying them weed and sending them nudes and you know what i'm saying There's, there's 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 nothing okay about that Especially considering that if, you know, it, it was, so, so it's usually these white female teachers that are, that, that are fucking these black students or, you know, these non-white students. And they fucking the shit out of these kids. Every, I, I'm telling you, maybe three, three days out of a five-day work week, there's, there's, there's an article somewhere in these United States about teachers fucking students. And, like, it's not all, like, the crazy-looking, old, haggard-looking teachers. Like, so some of these people are young women, and they're, you know, decent-looking young women that could probably find a dude their age to give the pussy to, but they choose to give it to um, a minor. To me, that's a power construct, but that's another conversation. If Muslim men, if if Muslim male teachers were fucking students at the rate that white females are, that 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 problem would swiftly stop, right? But I mean, you know, we got issues in these United States. We have gun issues with these United States. We don't know how to handle this technology in a responsible way. The state of Iowa, the state of Iowa, and this is an old story that was kind of regurgitated into the news feed this week. The state of Iowa. It gives gun permits to blind people. For who? For what? Fuck you. For what? Shouldn't that just Like, you can't see. You go give them a gun permit? Come on. Fuck you. I'm going to driver's license next? You know what I'm like, 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 I always thought about, like, the ridiculousness of, of, of like, a drive, drive-through ATM with Braille on it and shit. Like, yo, who's using that? But we giving gun permits. Well, not we. I don't live in Iowa. 
But in the state of Iowa, you, you can get gun permits if you're blind, right? Um, yeah, pr- pretty, 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 pretty ridiculous. Our, our main story, right, or, 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 or you know, the, the, the big story of, of, of this week, or at least the story that mattered to me, was um, the state of Georgia is deciding to punish Delta over Delta removing um, an NRA discount or, or, or at least Delta deciding not to do business with the NRA. You can check how many people have utilized the NRA discount that have flown Delta Airlines. It's a very, very insignificant number. Very ins- insignificant number. But um, Georgia lawmakers approved taking away a $50 million jet fuel tax break from Delta Airlines after the airline cut discounts for NRA members. Now, I think Delta employs something like 30,000 people in the state of Georgia. You know, something ridiculous. Um, Why would you do this if you're a lawmaker? If you live in the state of Georgia, figure out if, you know, your congressman or woman, if, if, you know, your state senator, if, if, you know, find out if the person that represents you and your interests Find out if you if they approve or if they voted in a way that you would want them to vote. Why would why would you do this? This is some this is some petty childish bullshit. Right. Especially considering the fact that, you know, we live in a, in a, in a society where where, you know, jobs, good paying jobs are, are very slim. So you have a corporation like Amazon. Who's looking to put their second headquarters somewhere in these United States. And one of the places that they may have been willing to put their second headquarters is Atlanta, Georgia. Not anymore. Like, what corporation is going to put their headquarters there if only to have their tax breaks and shit taken away? For some bullshit, right? Um, uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor of Georgia, a man named Casey Cagle, um, who presides over Georgia's Senate, and a tweet said he would kill any tax legislation that helps Delta unless company continues to continues ties with NRA. Listen, y'all should vote this man out, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, states have caved historically um, to corporations when a political issue has erupted. So, like, in, you know, 1993, for example, um, uh, I, I believe in Austin, Texas, took, took issue um, with Apple giving health benefits to same-sex couples, right? But the county eventually fell back because, you know, Apple employed so many people. In, in in that state, right? Um, right. Uh, Salesforce, a company called Salesforce, uses poll in the state of Indiana to soften the state's Religious Freedom Restoration Act. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, this is this is not this 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 is not something that 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 will spark growth for the Georgia economy. This isn't. This is this is this this is stupid, right? Especially considering that Apple is promising 
50,000 jobs and 5 billion in investments for HQ2. Right? So states are, you know, offering Amazon financial incentives valued into the billions of dollars including a 7 billion dollar incentive from dun, 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 the state of New Jersey for the city of Newark. That would do great things for New Jersey. That would do great things for Newark. I mean, a lot of, I mean, well, Newark was already being gentrified, but you know that 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 would that would that would be a good look to have a company the magnitude of Amazon headquartered in New Jersey. You know how fast I'd be able to get my packages then. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. Hey, Georgia, the South. You know what I'm saying? Um, no podcast would be complete. Without us talking about a ridiculous story from Florida. Um, I love Florida. Mm. Eh, I like Florida. I don't love Florida. I like I, I like Florida for the vacation. I mean, it's great to go to Florida in February. You know, you leave New Jersey, it's it's like 12 degrees in New Jersey. You get to Florida, it's 70. You know what I'm saying? But um, this week, Florida legislators advanced bill aiming, excuse me, arming teachers over... <laughs> Basically, (laughs) Florida, Florida lawmakers have um, approved sixty seven million dollars school marshal program. It's the most controversial aspect of HB one eight dash zero six and SBP seven zero two six. The nearly matching legislation crafted by lawmakers to respond to the killing of 17 students and blah, blah, blah. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Basically, they're going to give $67 million in public money for a school marshal program to arm teachers. That's what that's what they're going to do in Florida. This is this is this is what's on the table in Florida. Most of the money for the program will be spent on training. This is this is oh excuse me. This is according to the Miami Herald. Um, most of the money will be spent on training. They haven't decided yet. What a what a thrill! They haven't decided if teachers would be provided guns or if they would have to buy them. But the House plan for the, for the for the for the for the House of the State of Florida, the House plan does provide a one-time five hundred dollars stipend. For those who volunteer to have a gun. This is stupid. This is stupid. The state's goal is 10 marshals in every school, which would equate to 37,000 statewide. The state would cover the cost of background checks, drug testing, psychological exams, and the 30, excuse me, the 132 hours of training. The program is mirrored after one that was implemented in Polk County by Sheriff Grady Judd, who said that arming trained teachers is more cost effective than the cost of hiring enough armed school resource officers in each school. We're talking public money. This is $67 million in public money. We're talking about $500,000. In uh, Florida's a red state. I thought that they were all about smaller government. This is a huge government. This is a huge government undertaking. 
See, this is basically a government jobs program. The bill also calls for allocating $400 million to pay for the components of the plan, including $67 million to fund the Marshall Program, $100 million to increase me mental health assistance in schools, $75 million for, quote-unquote, safe schools, whatever that means. Is, is, is safe schools were like motherfuckers buying, like, the bulletproof uh, blackboards and shit. And, uh, we're fucked. America is fucked. This is uh, th you, you, this is fucked. This is stupid. Sorry to say, this is stupid. Um, I just got a headache. I think I'm gonna put a put a put a put a clamp in it. I got a couple more things that I wanted to talk about, but but we'll 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 probably table those to next week. Um, because uh, yeah, this is stupid. This is stupid. We this is stupid. This is a terrible idea. But you know that's Florida. Florida rules in terms of terrible ideas. It's too much sunshine, too much sunshine, and too much crystal meth. Um, hopefully they'll figure it out. But I see a lot of kids getting shot by like the quote-unquote school marshals, whatever the fuck that is. They're talking about putting thirty-seven thousand people, ten per school. What? I'm sure I'm sure, I'm sure we could put this 400 million in, in, into improving other things about the state and improving the uh, Yeah. Listen guys, hey. <laughs> That's all I got this week. Um I I think I'm I think I'm done with the internet for now. Um but um thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on not iTunes. Um Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Google Play. Subscribe on Stitcher Radio. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Thanks again. Y'all take it easy. Get it. <laughs>